Everybody, this is Nick Sorrentino. This is a socialized podcast for the week of August 1st, 2022. Uh, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, good night to wherever you are, uh, to whom, whoever is listening and wherever you are. Uh, we're pleased to have you with us. Um, this week, we're going to talk about recessions. Um, we're going to talk about concerts in the metaverse, metaverse generally. Um, we're going to talk about um, social media calendars. We're going to talk about the struggles of small businesses generally and why people don't appreciate the struggles of small businesses. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, what's more engaging, uh, Instagram or TikTok. And we're going to talk about why you should do a podcast. All right. So first, let's talk about recessions. Let's talk about the recession. Uh, you may have noticed that the uh, the current administration is has been trying to uh, spin uh, the recession. Um, you know, it, 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 they want to pretend like a recession didn't happen or isn't happening. We have had a decline in GDP, gross domestic product, for two quarters. That is the definition of a recession. That's it. That's always been that. Um, you know, they, they can throw up as much flack as possible uh, as they want, but that, that's, just, that's just the truth. Saying that, we are in a weird, weird recession. Uh, COVID and the stimulus that came in and the job, you know, we had a jobs number today that was rip roaring hot and it's, and we're in a recession. It, it is, it is bizarre. Um, but that's what happens when you have, um, you know, folks come in and try to manage the economy, uh, just pulling levers back and forth and they really don't know what's going on. Uh, now the Federal Reserve has raised the federal funds rate, which is the rate at which, um, you know, all of, you know, all debt is fundamentally based on. And they've raised it up one and a half percent over two months. And it looks like they're going to raise another uh, three quarters of a percent next month. That's the bet anyway. Um, and they want to put the brakes on, uh, on, you know, the heat in the economy, which is weird because we we are in a recession and people are pulling back. Prices of gas have come down. You can feel people breathing a bit of a sigh of relief on that, but prices are still high. Let's not forget that. Um, you know, pressure on uh, on other prices is still significant, and we still have inflation uh, running, you know, pretty hot. Uh, now, uh, Elon Musk, who apparently pines on everything that happens these days, um, and thinks that we're at peak inflation. So, uh, market, uh, it's August 5th, or I think he said this on August 4th. So, well, we'll see if he's right on that. Uh, I, I frankly hope that he is. Um, a, a lot of our subscribers are uh, challenged by, uh, by inflation in a very serious way. Um, they're having a, you know, it's interesting. I was talking to a woman, woman today. I had to use, um, I had to use Uber, um, cause my, uh, uh, my, the, the regular car was in the shop 
and have it in the shop. And it's going to be in the shop for a while because they, you know, the folks at the plant that make the, the parts that I need, they're understaffed. Everybody's understaffed. Um, but anyway, so I'm talking to the lady driving my uh, Uber today. And very nice lady, and uh, she does, she has this gig, and then she helps to run a family store, a little uh, country store uh, in Western Virginia, um, or in the mountains of long, uh, near the Blue Ridge. Um, so, anyway, whatever. Nice woman, and uh, you know, I talk with her. She's like, I- I'm just I'm trying to get my mom to sell the business, um, you know, so I could just get rid of it. I was like, I don't want to deal with it anymore. She's like, we can't get anybody to work for us. And, you know, when people want to work for us, they want a lot more than we can pay. And, you know, I just talked with this woman and, and you know, you could just, is it, her uh, trials are similar trials to many uh, small business people that I've spoken to over the years. Um, but it's particularly acute now. Uh, it was interesting that she was talking about they were a small store and they have gasoline and she's talking about how uh, now sometimes they lose as much as a dollar on each gallon of gas sometimes because <coughs> I suppose this could work in reverse. Um, but uh, you know they they buy gas at a certain price and the gas price would come down and they buy it in bulk and they're not doing enough you know volume. So that, you know, their wholesale price, I guess it's a wholesale price, uh, you know, corresponds um, with the fluctuation in the retail price. So they might have loaded up uh, on gas at, you know, at you know, X price. And then uh, suddenly gas is, you know, X minus 10 uh, cents or something. And, and they're screwed because they got to get rid of all their gas, but they bought up here anyway. You know, it just speaks, you know, it. as I was talking with her today, I was just thinking about how, you know, people do not appreciate small business people enough. Uh, the people who go out there and hustle and make payroll, you know, other people rely on them uh, for their living. You know, they go out there with a, you know, a dream uh, and try to make something, uh, you know, out there that is theirs. Um, you know, I mean, that is, that is the American dream, in my opinion. Uh, some people call it homeownership, some people call it other things, but really for me, I mean, owning your own business and largely dictating your own life is what the American dream is all about. I mean, we are an entrepreneurial country. Uh, it is in our blood. Uh, it's one of the reasons why, anyway, uh, Anyway, with the recession, uh, these folks uh, felt it particularly. Um, and uh, I talked to this woman, I talked about how I started my consulting business in the winter of 2008-2009. It was a cold, cold winter that year. And it wasn't mostly the temperature, it was it was everything else cold. <laughs> um, and um, anyway, I, I think about you guys. Um, as uh, you're facing, uh, you know, trials, um, prices are crazy, and finding good help, you're finding good employees. It, it, you know, I don't know if you've noticed this, but I, I certainly have. Trying to get my car fixed, trying to get insurance 
done the way it needs to be done, some other sorts of, you know, paperwork type deals. It seems to me that the people, the folks that usually fill, you know, like those call center roles where, the, you know, it's a pretty hard job because I actually, I, I, I sold insurance for Geico uh, in college uh, and that is no easy job. Um, and uh, anyway, but it, it seems like those folks, there just seems to be a lack, you know, the people who handle ordering parts for my, for, for the, um, for my mechanic, you know, and so on. Like, it seems like that group of folks, like the, just the good ones seem to be all gone. And the people in there now, I don't, I mean, this might, it seems more than anecdotal. It seems broadly the case, but it seems like that kind of um, part of the economy is uh, particularly weak. It's a place where a lot of people left jobs and new people are coming in and they don't have the skills. Um, and employers are trying to keep wages low and then the, the skilled people are leaving. It is a weird time. And then we're in a recession um, at the same time. It's bizarre, um, and uh, I think things could get weirder over the next uh, six months. <coughs> you know, the second half of the year, I think, will be, I'm, I'm not necessarily saying bad, but I am saying weird. Anyway, so, you know, 500,000 plus new jobs, but we're in a recession, and we're clearly in a recession, so it is strange. Um, anyway, um so metaverse, you know, give you an update on the metaverse for this week. Uh, so uh, you may have heard about the, the Travis Scott um, uh, metaverse concert way back when. I think it was in uh, in Fortnite, um, which is a video game, by the way. Great video game. Actually, I, I will say uh, my daughter introduced me to it, and it's it's pretty fun. I won't get, get into that, but uh, it is definitely a metaverse type of game, and uh, considering it's kind of, it's a, what, you know, what is called a first person shooter. It's more, it's kind of cartoony, but man, like just imagine people just putting on their headsets and just getting into this thing for hours on end, which is crazy. Um, but it, people are doing that already <coughs> right now. But anyway, so, uh, but concerts, uh, they're, you know, people are doing virtual concerts, uh, in metaverse. So imagine, you know, you put on your little headset you go to a concert and go see uh, whoever it is that you're going to go see uh, perform on stage. It's like you're there. Um, and we'll see how this trend goes, continues. But it has been building over the past year. And uh, I think more artists are doing it. Heck, I'd do it. If I had a decent um, musical following, uh, I mean, why not give it a shot? Um, anyway, um I, you know, another week, another another statement from uh, an analyst saying that uh, Meta is getting handed its lunch by TikTok. Um, you know, between uh, the iOS, uh, the you know, this Apple operating system changes, which made it um, um, much more difficult uh, to follow people around online with cookies. Um, yeah, this has really hammered uh, Facebook's bottom line, and uh, it's made things difficult for it. Uh, I am of the belief, though, that 
Facebook, I wouldn't say has turned a corner, but I would say that it seems like it's starting to get some of its mojo back. Um, I could be wrong on that. Um, but it, it feels like that. It was feeling more like that last week. Um, but we'll see. Uh, we'll report again next week. Um, one of the things you talk about in the letter is creating a business calendar. I have a link to a, a little tutorial on that, uh, or a social media calendar. You know, it's totally worth it. Uh, if you have business, you're doing social media, which if you're listening to this podcast, a very good chance that, <laughs> you know, uh, you have a business and you do social media. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, you'll get into a rut and you don't know what to post or whatever. Uh, a social media calendar uh, can, you know, just keep you on on top of things. Uh, you know, programs like Hootsuite, there are a million other ones. Um, you know, if you find yourself at the end of the day going, gosh, I should post something to uh, social media. And then, oh, man, what am I going to post? Try using the calendar. Uh, it systematizes things a little bit more for you. Could make things a little bit easier. Uh, again, there's a tutorial in the in the letters. Check it out. Um, you know, we're talking about TikTok and we're talking about Meta. Well, TikTok. Uh, so uh, you know, it's a, on marketing charts. Um, uh, let's see. That's the uh, the sensor tower. Uh, consumer intelligence survey, uh, and uh, and the percent of of people who like say you have something installed on your uh, on your phone like an app. Okay, what are the chances that you're going to open it during the day? Well, inst- in, in, interestingly, Instagram. Uh, if you've got Instagram on your phone, you're going to open it 39 percent of the time. Uh, TikTok comes in second at 29. Uh, percent of the time, which is significant drop drop off. Facebook comes in at twenty seven, but uh, interestingly, the average daily minutes in the app uh, with TikTok is ninety five. YouTube is seventy four. Instagram is fifty one. Ninety five. Um, you know that is almost double Facebook, which is forty nine. Uh, Twitter is compelling. Uh, Twitter is digitally addictive. Uh, and, and, and I don't mean that in the sense that it's some kind of like dangerous thing necessarily, aside from the fact that, again, it's a Chinese company. And, uh, you know, yeah, actually, let, let's take a moment. Just to, talked about this last week, but, you know, uh, since then, Nancy Pelosi's gone to Taiwan. The biggest risk with TikTok is that you build a whole thing in TikTok and we end up going to war with with the Chinese and TikTok evaporates along with all your hard work. That is entirely possible um, and something you should keep in mind. Uh, at the same time, TikTok could be a very good business tool. Uh, <coughs> I mean, remarkable. <coughs> excuse, <coughs> excuse me. Like I said, last week, I've given up editing out the coughs. Sorry, um, it's kind of you know go with the flow on things. Excuse me. <coughs> anyway, 
so TikTok, by far, if, if, if people are in TikTok, they stay on TikTok. The last thing I want to talk about it as I cough and uh, <coughs> hack away and violate all the uh, official rules of podcasting, um, I'm talking about doing a podcast. <coughs> I think that was the last one, by the way. Pardon me. Anyway, podcasts are cool. Like, uh, I hope you enjoy this one. And we try to keep it short. Yeah, you know, just talk about what's in the in the letter, so you can go back into the letter and find what you want. Um, but you know, it, it is a nice way to communicate with your people. Uh, if you have a list, email list, um, you know, it, doing a podcast can be a compelling way to communicate with the folks on your list and in your social media. Uh, they get to hear a side of you that maybe they don't. You know, here, um, via written word and me, you know, um, and it doesn't have to be a big, long thing. You don't have to interview people, you know, just talk about things that are of value to your customers or whomever. And, uh, as I say in the letter, I find it personally rewarding. Um, you know, it, this podcast only goes out to subscribers. Um, and, uh, <clears throat> in relative terms, small audience. Um, but I find great value in it, and pe other people seem to find value in it, too. And I'm very pleased. And I think that um, doing a podcast is well worth your time. Uh, and one thing also, I, I know somebody who started getting the podcast, and they, they, they work with a, um, a podcast person with a studio and all this stuff. And I think they're doing, like, you know, I don't know, um, a couple handfuls of episodes, I mean, be highly produced, I'm sure it'll be top-notch in every way, probably people won't be coughing into the mic, uh, like, on mine, but, uh, I think they pay, like, $15,000 for it, for, I don't know, you know, 10, 15 episodes or something like this, you don't have to do that, um, if people just want to hear what you have to say, uh, make it you know, good, and, you know, uh, there, there you go, you don't need a studio, you don't need an expensive mic, uh, people just want to hear uh, what you have to say, if you have something to say, uh, so don't let, yeah, don't let, uh, the, starting a podcast is super easy, and as I say in the letter, send me an email if you want help, um, I'll, I'll show you a couple of ways that you can do it at very, very low cost, um, anyway, uh, as, and, you know, this podcast, however, is over, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, we hope you have a good weekend, um, until next time, this is Nick Sorrentino, and this has been the Business Socializer Podcast Edition. <laughs>